Today's Issues continues on AFR with your host, Tim Wildman, president of the American Family Association. Breaking news, uh, Dr. Anthony Fauci says vaccinated people, quote, don't have to wear a mask outside, end quote. Um, Walker, what do you think the international community's reaction to this is going to be? I'm just so glad he weighed in. I mean, I wake up every day looking for what Dr. Fauci says I should and shouldn't do. And so I'm just freed. Uh, Well, I'm not vaccinated, so I guess I better put my mask back on. Well, if you get vaccinated, you can go outside and not wear a mask, uh, according to Dr. Fauci. That's liberating. I mean, you talk about constitutional rights. Yes. (laughs) And science. And science. Science. He's finally come around to science. Uh, Ray, you still there? I'm still here. I've been vaccinated, so that means I don't have to wear a mask when I ride my bike, right? So there you go. But 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 when you're in your house, Ray, that's right. Put that I've mask been, back it, on. That's right. As soon as we go <laughs> off there, we'll put that mask back on because I just don't feel safe in my own home. Which one of those <laughs> shots did you have? I got the Pfizer. That just uh, is that one or the, two shots? Two shots. Yeah. Now, you, have you had your second one? Had the second one. Yeah. Okay. Mostly, mostly left me with a sore arm. You know. And other none that, of the other side effects some people talk about. Yeah, most of most of the people I know uh, have got the the uh, Pfizer. Steve, hey, start off. Morning. Vaccinated? Yes or no? No, sir. Had the had the illness. You already had the COVID. I had the COVID, but I haven't been vaccinated. Now, oh, go I, ahead, I, Ray. I want to ask a question here. This is not. This is going to sound crazy, but it's a serious question, uh, and I really want to know. Let's suppose you're not talking to your doctor and you're not talking to a family member, and we're not on nationwide radio. Right, just somebody, between us. Just between us. If somebody out of the blue asks you, have you been vaccinated? A, do you even feel a responsibility to answer that question? Whose business is it anyway? Because I do think, guys, that's we're approaching, we're going to come to a place where before you come into some store, they may say, have you been vaccinated? What's the proper answer to the question? Because it seems intrusive to me to even ask that now my doctor's different right mm-hmm. family members different friends are different but somebody who doesn't have any well my first question would be why do you want to know yeah yeah if somebody asks you that if you're saying unless, we, unless they're just curious to get your input yeah. on what your view of the vaccine is yeah but i think what ray's referring to the possibility of being refused service. Yeah, like at a business, out in public. Right. 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 I don't think you can do that quite yet. Maybe in California you can, but mm-hmm. most states you can't do something like that. But although what you're saying is we're, we may be headed in that. we're yeah. There are a lot of people who would like to take us in that direction. <laughs> Maybe even. Well, I th- yeah, I think, I think to, Ray, to Ray's point, my, my guard would go up if I'm. Right trying to go get a burger somewhere or go buy a t-shirt and and the the lady at the door says uh sir do you uh, are you vaccinated well now d- 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 <laughs> let me ask you this let me ask you, exactly I, I want to come back to raise questions just a minute Steve let me ask you this since you've had the covid yes a few months ago mm-hmm. does this now mean that if you were to get it again doesn't it mean that you the effects of it would be greatly diminished? That's my understanding. Um, it depends on who you listen to. Uh, Dr. Rand Paul uh, says if you've had it, you're you're good to go uh, for your life. For, for your life. For yeah, like well, for the year, I guess for that strain. Yeah, for that right. strain. 
Um, but others will say, no, the, you know, the, you're, you're immune for six months or five months or whatever. Um, but, uh, and if you do get it again, um, my understanding is that it's less virulent the second time because you built up the antibodies. Sure. I would say within the next 12 to 24 months, we'll have a whole lot more research and data on the vaccines. I want to wait and see if Ray's ears fall off. <laughs> <laughs> it could happen. It could happen on the air. Huh? That's, <laughs> that's, that's right. I, I know. I check my ears every morning okay. just to make sure. Because <laughs> you never know, right? All right. I, I don't mind telling you here because uh, I have not got the vaccine. I'm not against the vaccine. Many right. of my family, many, many of my, not my immediate, because I got some right-wing radicals in my immediate. <laughs> including me- the one sitting next in, to you. Right-wing <laughs> radical anti-vaxxers in my immediate family who put peer pressure me. Uh, but 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 I'm not I'm not against vaccines. Right. I mean they've been wonderful for mankind, saved a lot of us from disease, and mm-hmm. so vaccines. Uh, I don't have a problem with that mm. at all. Uh, and I don't think the Bible says the the, the, the thus saith the Lord on vaccines is not in there. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. So it's not a uh, it's not a uh, Christian teaching thing in my view. However, and I'm going to tell you how. I feel I'm going to share my feelings. Okay. My, just, this is just my feelings, but I think my feelings are represented by millions of people. Okay. And that is this Ray Walker and Steve. I mean, we haven't even talked about this amongst ourselves here to see how you guys feel about this. And God bless president Trump. Cause he, he was worried about the uh, way well, he was worried about the election, but he was also worried about the effects that COVID was having on our economy and the American people. So he was really pushing these companies and the companies themselves, knowing the financial benefits that they could achieve, mm-hmm. uh, got the vaccines done in record time, right? Right. Okay. My problem with that is, and this is where my feelings come in, I don't have scientific data to back me up, okay? Uh, that Those vaccines were rushed, mm-hmm. and there were, no, there's, there were no long-term clinical trials on those vaccines. Okay, so the reason I haven't got a vaccine is I'm not ready to put something like that into my bloodstream yet. Uh, now I may get COVID and I may go to the hospital and I may die. I don't know. I, I'm not really in that vulnerable category. Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as I know, I haven't had COVID. My wife had it. Allison, your mom had it. I'm I'm around her 24-7 and I didn't get it. Yeah. Uh, several of our office members got it. My colleagues got it here who six feet away from me. Can I share my feelings? <laughs> yes, but I'm not through expressing my heart, okay. Walker. <laughs> so uh, if you don't mind, it's a free I, speech I, I'm zone. your elder. I'm your father. You're supposed to defer <laughs> me. Uh, so so I. that's the reason thus far. I may get the vaccine in six months. I don't know. If I'm mm-hmm. told I have to to do something I really want to do that I'm, or I have to do, I, I may get it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but thus far, that's my reasoning is I want to see the long-term effects of the vaccines on people. That's why I said I want to see if Ray's ears fall off right. in yeah. a few months. Now, your thoughts on this, Walker? Well, number one, I'm not – I am right-wing, but I'm not an anti-vaxxer. Um, what, I, what I have been uncomfortable with is shaming people who do not want to get the vaccine. 
for whatever reason they have. Like my reason? Yeah, your reason or other reasons. Um, I don't I don't like shaming uh, people who don't want to get it just because they're not comfortable with it. Um, but also, I do think <clears throat> the there are I, I see older people, people who are in a higher risk category. I see they're getting the vaccine as more justified, and it logically makes sense. The risk reward. Yes, you say I'm this age. I have maybe this underlying condition. I'm going to go ahead and get the vaccine, even though the vaccine may have risk too. But it, if I get COVID, it could kill me. Right. Exactly. Okay. But I but I have my I, I have a hard time understanding uh, why someone who say and I've met people like this. They're like 20 years old, 23, 25, and with zero underlying conditions. They're not obese. They're not overweight. They're healthy. Perfectly healthy. They're like runners or athletes, and they're getting the vaccine. Um, not that it's wrong for them to get the vaccine, but I'm, I have a hard time justifying it, the need for the vaccine at such a healthy young age. Steve? Well, share, I, share your feelings. Share your heart. <laughs> I have an interesting thing uh, to add to this. I guess it, it, working off of your comments, first of all, if uh, to to Walker's comment, if we were short of vaccines, if and people that didn't need it were taking it, then I might have a bigger problem with it. But right. again, if, like you, if they want to take it, they do. I saw a headline in Christianity Today the other day, and the headline was "White Evangelical Pastors Hesitant to Preach." vaccines and i thought well they're using that euphemistically because the vaccine isn't a gospel issue you don't address it from the pulpit guess who did our very own dr robert jeffress yeah interesting he he addressed it from the pulpit now it fell into a sermon he's talking about the importance of gathering together and and but he said that he so many people in his church have died from this that he is urging them to get the vaccine so that they can come together yeah but robert may uh he's a good friend of mine he may urge that's fine if you want to urge from a health perspective yeah if you want to urge or encourage or or say it's okay to uh but uh, i don't think robert would say it's a sin issue no what no but uh, ray do you think it's a pulpit issue even no i don't although i saw a pastor up in canada where a lot of strange things are happening right now I saw a pastor up in Canada who did exactly what you said, Steve. He, he, he went further than Robert Jeffers went, than just to recommend it. So many people died. Who basically said he he made it a test of Christian love. If you love your neighbor, you will get the vaccine. Mm. That's the kind of vaccine mm. shaming that I don't think is helpful from mm, the pulpit. That's a manipulation of scripture. Uh, that's yeah, it is. That, yeah. that, uh, the brother. May think he's doing the right thing, but I think that's carrying it too far. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're listening to Today's Issues on American Family Radio. Steve, what do you got? I am thrilled uh, that we're getting back online with the gas in this country, that the pipeline is flowing again. And it will, uh, according to Pat, uh, I'm sorry, Patrick DeHaan of Gas Buddy, it's going to take a little while to get back to normal. Listen to Cut 6. Maybe a couple of weeks before things really start to feel normal. That is, you don't have to put in a whole lot of effort to find gas. So this is something that still could be a factor, a headache, up until Memorial Day weekend, and it should really ease after that. 
Now, um, I, I want to give you a display of some of the brain trust that President Biden, uh, Biden has put around himself. Uh, the Department of Energy Secretary Jennifer Granholm was asked about the pipeline and asked about renewable energy um, in the, you know, is, if we were full on with renewable energy, would this not be an issue? Listen to what she said. Cut 17. We obviously are all in on making sure that we meet the president's goals of getting to 100% clean electricity by 2035 and uh, net zero carbon emissions by 2050. And, um, you know, if you drive an electric car, this would not be affecting you, clearly. Um, but it's just, it's another, it, it's, I, I don't want to, this company um, is acting in a responsible way. Uh, they took their pipeline down so that the ransomware would not spread. Yeah. If you drive an electric car, then this pipeline thing has no effect on you, uh, Walker. Yeah, you know, that's a, that's a half-truth. Um, this hack, this ransomware could have very, very, I was trying to blend two words there, it could have very easily been uh, committed or acted against a power supply system an electric uh, producing uh, company or facility, which has happened and probably will happen in the future. And in that instance, or in that instant, you cannot charge your electric car, but you can drive your car that runs off of diesel or gasoline without electricity. So uh, they they are trying, the left is trying to turn this into a um, green energy uh, movement uh, or our reason to build back better. Yeah, to build back better because of the colonial pipeline situation. But in reality, it really has little to do with green versus non-green energy. I know one person that anticipated this very uh, smartly. Anticipated this. Um, I thought that this was pretty intelligent. Uh, play cut ten. And gas prices. You like that two dollar gas, right? How about $5, $6, and $7? Darling, let's sell the car. It's a little bit too large. Let's get a compact. <laughs> Biden's plan is an economic death sentence. <laughs> wow. That was during uh, there. presidency, but yeah, he saw it coming. Not the ransomware, obviously. Ray, do you, you ever think, see? Do you see yourself getting a Tesla anytime soon? Oh. I don't. I don't think I could. How much do they cost, Walker? They're pretty I, pricey. I think they're. Up in the they're, up in the sixties and seventies. The, the base model range. is they, they're they're doing an economy model, I think, which is in the forties. I actually test drove a Tesla one time. Are, are y'all talking about the electric cars? Yeah, yeah, yeah It yeah. was a blast. You drove a Tesla? Yeah, I test wow. drove it, and it was so so much pickup, so much. Well, no, you can't measure it in horsepower, but it was like zero to sixty in two two and a half seconds. It just got up and went. Wow, some and, of these run up to eighty thousand dollars. Yeah, and it's you know, so like it is a luxury car. So I would actually love to get a Tesla. I think I, I, I could would, see myself seriously. I could see myself sure. when they're affordable driving an electric vehicle just because it's cool, but maybe having a, a gasoline vehicle also. Um, uh, but but I, I wouldn't do it in the name of of climate change. Right. I would just Same do it me. because I think it's cool. Because it because it's cool. Yeah, <laughs> and it's quiet. They have a. But is it, uh, are they all self? Driving or 
that no other. I don't know if they. No, they're I'm, not because you drove one. Well, I, this was like four or five years ago, way before. Well, it was more than that now, 10 years ago, way before the uh, self driving issue was even around. We were talking about yeah, it. Yeah, so. I, think, I think most of the, even the ones that have self driving uh, capabilities, I think there's still a manual option. You can do. I was Either reading. Or. I was reading in the, in the paper. I was a headline that uh, there, the police in some district pulled over a driver in quotes uh, because he was driving his Tesla from the back seat. I saw that, <laughs> and they want you to at least be in the front seat when you're uh, not driving your car. You know how- that's weird. Yeah, I don't think I could ever get used to getting in my back seat and and saying go car. <laughs> yeah, or, or driving by a car and looking in the front seat and nobody's sitting there. And nobody's there, right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Or put uh, your dog there. So, <laughs> right. okay, so here, here's the here's discussion. You like how we're hijacking your story, Steve? No, it's fine. Um, the, imagine the, the ransomware hackers that just got into Colonial Pipeline and made $5 million in a week. What if they get control of Tesla's server farm that runs all the cars? What if they hack it and shut it all down? That would be like getting into the air control, uh, air FAA. Power, FAA control system. And you know somebody's tried that. Just a topic that. for discussion. All you need yeah. is uh, John Grisham or Tom Cruise, and you got a hit right there with I that story. I don't think, though. I don't think, though, that I think the autonomous features what it needs to drive is self-contained in the car. It Maybe. would have to be because you're going to drive somewhere that doesn't have an internet connection at some point. Yeah. Um, and you don't want to all of a sudden your car not, not know what to do. So mm-hmm. I have a feeling that they engineer it into the computer that's in the car already. But yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we're talking about vaccines. Hey, I got something, Walker, that might uh, convince you that it might be a good idea to take a vaccine. Governor DeWine, Mike DeWine in, in um, Ohio, wants his people to get vaccinated. So he's come up with a plan for the vaccine. I don't have a what sheet. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's play cut seven. Two weeks from tonight, on Wednesday, May 26, we will announce the winner of a drawing of all those 17-year-olds and under who have been vaccinated. And the winner, the winner, will receive a full four-year scholarship to any one of our state universities. This will include tuition, room and board, and books. Two weeks from tonight, on May 26th, we will announce a winner of a separate drawing for adults, adults who have received at least their first dose of the vaccine. This announcement will occur each Wednesday for five weeks, and the winner each Wednesday will receive $1 million. Would that convince you maybe to take a vaccine? Wait, now, is, is anybody eligible that has been vaccinated? If you got vaccinated two months ago, this isn't I don't know. just... That's a good question. Well, that wouldn't be fair. I would if, think so, everyone. It's probably, think, it's, probably just, uh, it's probably just saying only vaccinated people are eligible well, for that lottery. Well, I'm just gonna on the create, other hand, you I'm, do have to give the state your vaccine status to be qualified. Well, so. I'm, I'm just going to become best friends with everyone who's been vaccinated everyone who's been vaccinated <laughs> that's right even like people it. that i knew from I 10 years ago that'll probably work it'll work sure yeah. kind of like when you win the lottery you know you have now you have 17 listen, cousins listen if somebody wants to give me a million dollars right i'll get vaccinated set up the appointment today <laughs> that's a risk reward and, i can do and i'll support right you there. i'll support you <laughs> 
You'll support me? Yeah, if you'll give okay. me a cut. <laughs> <laughs> Seems so, fair. So you're not, I'll drop you. You're not you. supporting me just out of love for your dad. You want some moon, money. Out well, of the deal, huh? you know, yeah, it's a okay. family situation. Yeah. Here, people. It's just business. I'll drive it's you in my. Business. I'll drive you in my new Tesla to get you vaccinated. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> yeah. Um, do you remember the uh, last uh, well, two days ago we played the CIA's ad, recruitment ad, the woke ad for the CIA? Yeah, it was embarrassing. Well, get ready because our military has now gotten on board. Oh, I good. want you to hear a uh, recruiting ad from the United States Army. It begins in California, with a little girl raised by two moms. Although I had a fairly typical childhood, I also marched for equality. I like to think I've been defending freedom from an early age. When I was six years old, one of my moms had an accident that left her paralyzed. Doctors said she might never walk again. But she tapped into my family's pride to get back on her feet eventually standing at the altar to marry my other mom. That's, a, that's an ad for the U.S. Produced. to recruit people to join the Army? It is. What has our country come to? Huh? Well, I tell you what, these these woke people have got in charge of the military, I guess, now. Well, I think. And, and, the, and yeah. the, uh, also the uh, CIA. Huh? At yep. least the people who are, who are doing the advertising for them. What, what does having two mommies have to do with joining the Army? I right. think they're under the impression that a lot of young people are woke or on this, uh, in favor of inclusion and all this kind of stuff. And they're trying to appeal to 20-year-olds, obviously. You know, our, uh, it's amazing, uh, in and in not in a good way, how quickly the Biden administration has managed to damage our uh, agencies, and these agencies had issues even under the Trump administration. So you don't think that right there would have happened uh, had President Trump been in office? A- absolutely not. <laughs> no, and, I agree with you. And our, our agencies are so not focused on what they're supposed to be focused on. You have the FBI running around arresting Trump supporters for walking on the Capitol grounds on January 6th. Meanwhile, our colonial pipeline that supplies 45% of the fuel on the East Coast is being hacked and is shut down for seven days, and they have to pay a ransom to get their system back up and running. I mean, and then you have the whole solar winds hacking. Uh, of a, they, they got into the Department of Defense. They got into the FBI servers. Uh, we don't know who, maybe Russia, maybe China. I mean, there's all these, these, these battles going on across the world, many of them directed at the U.S., legitimate national security issues, and the CIA and the FBI – and the other agencies, they're focused on being woke. I, I, what you say about the Capitol thing is true. I have a friend who was at the Trump speech on January 6th and walked with the group to the Capitol. He walked up the steps. He was standing outside the Capitol, and he started seeing windows being broke and some things that he didn't think were very cool, and he said, I'm out, and he left. Mm-hmm. Well, last week, the FBI showed up at his door. Yeah, They knocked at his door, wanted to talk to him. He called me, what do I do? You know, um, I called some of the religious freedom groups. They're not interested. Just get a criminal lawyer um, to defend yourself. But that's Criminal defense lawyer. That's scary. uh, Back to that ad. Yes. They're just trying to shoehorn all these far-left, quote, progressive causes into 
a, 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 a recruiting for the Army ad. I had two mommies, and one of them died, and did they ever get to join the Army to, to defend our country? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that, this is the story of someone who's in the army. the The ad is the ad is called the. Well, calling. she said, in a sense, I've been defending freedom all my life, or something That's like that. That's because she she's equating in, uh, uh, the cause of the LGBTQRSTB yes. with defending our, our America against yes. uh, our enemies uh, in Afghanistan, yeah. right. for example, the yeah. Taliban. That's what she's equivocate. Uh, making a equivalency about. All right, my thanks to Ray, Walker, Steve, Fred, and Brent. We'll see you tomorrow, everybody. <laughs>